Welcome to Let's Talk Death, conversations to inform and inspire. Let's Talk Death is being brought to you by Heal Grief, a nonprofit providing the tools and resources to support one's journey with grief. We seek to empower individuals to achieve a healthy post-bereavement growth. Everything we do is inspired by our core belief that no one should ever grieve alone. Let's Talk Death is a series of conversations with some amazing people from various fields. Our goal through these conversations is to normalize, educate, and demystify the taboo around death, dying, and the journey of grief. Hello, welcome to this episode of Let's Talk Death. I'm Fran Solomon. I'm Andy McNeil. And we're thrilled to be your host for these conversations. Our guest today is Michelle Neth Hernandez. Michelle is the founder and chief executive officer of Soaring Spirits International, a nonprofit organization providing peer support programming for widowed people worldwide. She is the author of Different After You, Rediscovering Yourself and Healing After Grief or Trauma, published in February of 2022. Michelle has received local, state, and national recognition for her work in founding Soaring Spirits, including a letter of recognition from then Vice President Joe Biden, Michelle was named a top 10 CNN hero in 2021, and her work is featured in an upcoming Apple TV docuseries and will be the focus of a PBS documentary available for streaming in 2023. Michelle resides in Simi Valley, California, and shares her life with her three amazing kids, their awesome partners, her grandcats, and one very Australian husband. Uh, Michelle, we're, we're glad to have you as a guest on our show, and it's so good to see you again. I am delighted to be with both of you. Thank you. Michelle, tell us about Soaring Spirits. Well, Soaring Spirits is an organization that was founded out of my own deep desire to uh, have the community that you mentioned, Fran, when you did your opening and talk about the value of healing and community. I was widowed at 35 and struggled to find a community that reflected the life experience that I was living. And in my desire to address my own needs, I reached out and started connecting with any widowed person I could find around me, which is a whole story for another episode. But um, after those initial conversations, Meeting another widowed person was the first time I felt hopeful for myself and that I saw a path through what felt like a really impossible situation. And what led me to found Soaring Spirits was the desire to make finding that community easier for other widowed people. All of our programs at Soaring Spirits International are focused on the widowed experience. We use a really broad definition of the word widow. So any person who's experienced the death of their person is welcome within our programs. And each of the programs are designed to help widowed people rebuild their lives. Because in my experience, the hardest part of my late husband Philip's death was not the day he died or even the first year after he died, but it was the answer in answering the question, what do I do with myself now? Mm-hmm. And all of the programs of Soaring Spirits are designed to help widowed people find their unique and individual answers to that question. So, um, Michelle, we've known each other for, for many years, and um, and I'm a huge fan of, of what you have done you know, taking a situation in your own life and saying, look, there's a gap here. Uh, I need to go out and fill that gap. 
one for myself, but also for all of the people who are around me and coming after me and whatever that looks like. Um, I wonder if you can share a little bit about just uh, the camps and some of the specifically some of the things that you've put together, because I just think it's tremendous um, to be able to connect people, but you're really connecting people in a variety of ways. And I wonder if you could share a little bit more about that. I'm so happy to do that. Camp Widow is our flagship program. And in fact, that will be what is the focus of the documentary that will be coming out this year. Uh, It is streaming on PBS and its purpose is to follow some people who are brand new to the program through the weekend long event. So I like to tell people it's a blend between a conference, a retreat and a high school reunion um, because we use elements from all of those aspects. Um, You know, the thing about grief is, as we know, there's so much darkness and sadness. And yet laced within that is the opportunity to laugh and to be uplifted and to be inspired by other grieving people. And I I know that you guys both will know this, but going to a grief conference, people always make the assumption that it's all terrible, horrible, everyone's crying, passing the Kleenex. And it's not to say that 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 doesn't happen and that it's not welcome. But in addition to that, I've had so many people come home from Camp Widow saying, I had no idea my cheeks would hurt from laughing because suddenly I was in a space where that was that was free and welcome. And so the conference style lends to the opportunity for people to learn from other widowed people. So one of the unique things about Soaring Spirits is that we really are an organization built by widowed people for widowed people. And so the majority of our presenters, 95% of our presenters are widowed themselves. Every once in a while, we'll find an expert in a field that's just really beneficial to us that may not share the widowed experience, but does share the grief experience. But really, our focus is sort of to, to stay in our lane, which is supporting widowed people. So we have widowed presenters who are presenting on topics of either past expertise, learned expertise, life experience. There's a whole collection of ways that people can engage with presentations at Camp Widow. But then we also bring people together around how their person died. We bring people together around where they live, about what their family experience is. Do they have children? Do they not have children? Do they have young children? Do they have adult children? Are they traveling? Are they retired? So hopefully giving people an opportunity not only to connect around their grief, but around their life and about what they may do next. And so my hope at the end of every Camp Widow is that people go home with a friend. And at a recent Camp Widow, we just held an event in Tampa, Florida. One of the men was walking out and he said, you know, I've got 15 people on my WhatsApp chat. and We're going to be chatting with each other for a long time. And so... You know, the hope is that Camp Widow brings people friends. And so we offer it in two formats, a three-day format, and which is currently being offered in Florida, California, Brisbane, Australia, and Toronto in Canada. And then the one-day event, we call it a pop-up. And the pop-ups are designed to help address either uh, specific needs within a community. For example, we did a pop-up for the LGBTQ plus widowed community um, or to address just a new place that we haven't been in the world. So we held a pop-up in Denver, Colorado because we'd not had an event there before. And so the pop-ups will be continuing to evolve For example, one we're working on next is to be offered in Spanish. And so we're trying to look at our programs and say, 
in, you know, where are the underserved populations? How can we shape this program to best meet their individual needs? And so Camp Widow is, is our sort of flagship program, but only one of the many programs we offer, including a whole slate of virtual programs. Um, one of which are, that I really love is our newly widowed program, which happens every week. So we have a presenter every week. It's a Zoom call. People are able to attend for free. They come from all over the world. Um, and what they do is come together in community. Typically, there's somewhere between 50 and 70 newly widowed people on each call each week. And they have the opportunity to kind of connect with each other, but then have a presentation that's focused. It's presented by a widowed person, and it's focused on one of those early stages of grief from dealing with anxiety, whether or not you can sleep, if you're having struggle with how to manage these strong emotions, what do you do about you know this support network, which is either overwhelming you or completely absent? And so the Newly Widowed program is offered, as I said, for free each week, um, free to users, and can be accessed through our virtual programs. So that one actually was born out of the pandemic. And it was so powerful that we ended up knowing that, that that we couldn't let it go. So instead of letting it go, we added it to our complemented programs. Let's Talk Death is being brought to you by Heal Grief, a 501c3. As a nonprofit, we are reliant on the kind generosity of our donors. If you are inspired by our mission, we ask you to go to healgrief.org backslash donations to help us continue our great work. No gift is too small. So I'm curious about, tell me about your book. It, and it was published in 2022. So yeah. that's interesting. There's a, I'm sure there's much perspective, like many years now yeah. of perspective that are part of that. For but sure. I, I'm curious about your book. Well, I appreciate you asking. The funny thing is that my publisher is always like, Michelle, you did a whole podcast and you never mentioned your book. <laughs> so thank you for saving me from that, Andy. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, I absolutely, the thing I love about my book is I consider it a love letter to anybody who's experienced a trauma or is making their way through the death of someone they love. So while the book is focused, I won't even say focus. Well, the foundation of it is my experience as a widowed person. Uh, it really is intended to help people rediscover themselves because for me, that was the hardest part. After my husband died, I didn't know how to build a life for the person I was because I didn't know who I was. And I found that both disconcerting and very just like that, like my foundation had been rocked. I, I had no idea that grief would make me question who I was because I felt very confident in who I was the day before my husband died. And then my husband died and suddenly I, I was like, wait, wait, who am I? And what does the world look like if I'm navigating it, not as in partnership with him, but on my own? And so what I discovered from the widowed pers- people that I've worked with over all these years is that so often we judge ourselves harshly and we, and we compare ourselves to a past version of ourselves and somehow we're always lacking despite the fact that we're probably carrying double responsibility with half the resources. And we we struggle to give ourselves the credit that we deserve for the hard, hard work of grief. And so what I developed in my book was sort of a step-by-step, and I use that so loosely, like I imagine it as a tango, because certainly there are no steps that go in any certain direction, but an opportunity for people to view a few steps through understanding yourself in this space and allowing yourself the freedom to ask the question, who am I, instead of 
taking that fallback answer, which you might immediately say, you know, do I like Mexican food? Well, of course I like Mexican food. I've liked it my whole life. But then you may wonder, like, is that because my partner loved Mexican food? And actually, now I'm thinking about it. I'm not sure I like it as much as I thought I did. And so just giving ourselves the freedom to ask some questions without preconceived answers. And the book helps to take you through a process that will allow you to start asking some questions. And so you're not going to read the book and come to the end and be like, oh, I know who I am. Instead, I hope you'll come to the end of the book and say, okay, I can see why I need to get to know myself and that there's space for evolution, not only within my grief process, meaning how do I interact with my grief, but also within my sense of self and with us, with an eye towards what will, what kind of life will I build for the person who's lived through whatever trauma it is that I'm experiencing. Um, and like I said, of course, mine is specifically related to grief, but I happened to have a dear friend um, who had a violent attack on her person during the time that I was writing the book. And I it really focused for me the sense that we all live through traumas of so many different kinds and that with each trauma that comes up, right, and the, we're, we're tossed back into a past traumatic experience. And so, the better able we are to integrate those traumas into who we are and what we've learned from them, the more we have access to those lessons as we process what's next for us and you know whatever challenge we may face in the future. So I tell people that my hope is that the book will have coffee stains on it and that it will be highlighted and look a little shabby. And uh, I had the great fortune of having someone bring me a book um, on one of my book tour dates. And she's like, look, it has coffee stains on it. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cute. That's so cute. Um, I I just want to go back um, and after hearing you you speak, um, how Soaring Spirit is spirits is such an appropriate name for all that you've said. Um, it's really about how I was kind of equating it to actively moving forward, you know, just, just the term. How do you move forward? How do you, how do you find your new self, you know, that spirit inside and, and embrace life again and move forward with it? And I just, I was thinking about how appropriate the name is. Well, I love that. Thank you. As the funny thing is when we first, you know, imagined it, I thought the thing I love is soaring spirits sometimes makes people immediately think of the person who's died. And I love that it can also it can both represent the person who died and the person who's alive. Interesting. Really, I only thought right? of the person who was alive. Yeah, well, because actively moving forward. <laughs> It makes sense. But, you know, imagining that like when I was building Soaring Spirits, I'd been widowed about a year and a half. And so, you know, for me, I was still very much in that one foot in one world and one foot in the other world space. And but what I love is that Soaring Spirits has evolved with me and with our community. Um, We're actually celebrating our 15 year anniversary, Andy, if you can believe that this May. I know. Yeah. It's amazing. I can remember back when you first Mm -hmm. got this going and it just. Yeah. Awesome. Um, So happy to hear that. Michelle, I want to ask for our um, listeners. um, Is there, I heard that there was no fee for the, um, for the zoom call. Is there a fee for the camps and the workshops? Can you break that down for our listeners who might be interested? 
For sure. Camp Widow does have a registration fee. It's much like a conference fee that you might pay anywhere else. We do also offer a subsidized rate and what we call camperships. So if you need support in order to be able to attend, there's multiple options for choosing that. We try to do the best we can to not make cost a barrier. Uh, For all of the programs at Soaring Spirits, Camp Widow is the only one that has a registration fee currently. Um, We also, I should mention, have what we call our newly widowed packets. This is basically an orientation packet that any newly widowed person can request for themselves or a person who's supporting someone can request it for themselves. So let me be clear, we do not send them out unsolicited. I like to tell people it's like when you get AARP mail and you think to yourself, wait, how do they know I'm turning 50? Um, except for when you get that mail in the, and it's widowed mail, it's not a comfortable experience. So we don't send them out unsolicited. But if you knew somebody who's widowed and you really want to be able to connect them with our programs, you can request a newly widowed packet for yourself and then be able to forward that on to your person in whatever way makes sense for you. So they know it's coming from you, that you had heard Say you heard this podcast and you thought, you know, I know a widowed person who could really benefit from this. A newly widowed packet is designed for people who are widowed less than a year because it includes a checklist of things to consider uh, in those first year of widowhood. It includes program information. It would tell them about that newly widowed call that I mentioned. It will also give them information about Camp Widow and how to find you know, more information in terms of dates and locations that might be near them. It also includes this really beautiful book that is basically words of encouragement from other widowed people. And I've had many people over the years tell me that they leave that next to their bed. And when they feel like they can't keep going, they pick up this little booklet that's full of these, you know, small snippets of encouragement from other widowed people and realize that other people before them have made their way forward and maybe they can too. Amazing. Michelle, we we actually are coming up on the end of our time. These conversations always go so fast. Um, But I I did want to say just one one last thing to you, and that is just to to commend you 15 years. I mean, that is so awesome. And and just I just wanted to also say um, for those who are listening and don't know you, that you really have a servant's heart. And I've watched it over the years. And and that's really, I think, why people see that and so appreciative of the gift that you've given to the world, which is soaring spirits. So, so, so thankful for that. Um, So, but what I wanted to say is, so we're almost out of time and a lot of our folks like to know how they can get, how they can connect up. How do they connect up with you, with, with your programs? How might they go about doing it? And your book. In your book, yeah. Well, thank you. First of all, Andy, thank you so much. 15 years seems crazy. I'm not any older, in case anyone's wondering. I mean, I feel like you and I, Andy, we look just the same as we did 15 years ago. Exactly. All of the programs I mentioned for Soaring Spirits can be found on our website, soaringspirits.org. So everything is there from newly widowed packets to the newly widowed calls, Camp Widow. We have multiple websites because there's a a lot of content. So just know soaringspirits.org is your place to begin, and that will send you to all of the different programs we offer. Um, And then for my book, you can find my book on any of the booksellers that you might like, whether it's um, indie books or Amazon or uh, Barnes and Noble. You can find information about contacting me on my website, which is Michelle with one L, nefhernandez.com. Amazing. 
Michelle, we want to thank you so much for being a guest here on Let's Talk Death and for sharing the inspiration behind your work and the work that you do and Soaring Spirits in your book and, and the stories behind it. Thank you so much. It's a joy to spend some time with you, and I appreciate so much what you guys are doing in the world. We need to talk about death more often, and I appreciate that you're out there providing the opportunity to do it. So thank you both. If you would like to learn more about Heal Grief, visit us at HealGrief.org to find other conversations or to inquire about becoming a guest speaker. Visit us at HealGrief.org backslash Let's Talk Death. And if you feel inspired to support us, remember, no gift is too small. Visit us at HealGrief.org backslash donations, or you can donate right through our homepage. Well, that's it until next time on Let's Talk Death, where we normalize, educate, and demystify the taboo around death, dying, and the journey of grief.